there welcome to my podcast your gut health puzzle made simple i'm your host prajakta and this podcast will help you uncover the root causes to your gut issues help you heal and nurture your gut through the healing power of nutrition and healthy lifestyle modifications i will be sharing quick and easy tips that you can implement right away to solve your gut health puzzle Hey, welcome back to another episode. I'm a registered dietitian, founder and CEO of Right Nutrition Works, and I'm so glad you have joined me today. Hey there, amazing listeners. I'm thrilled to dive into part 2 of our exciting journey. Cracking the Candida Code, your gut health puzzle explored. If you have not yet caught our last episode, which we released on August 16, I highly encourage you to give it a listen first. It lays down the foundation by covering what candida overgrowth is, the symptoms it brings and what factors contribute to it. In today's episode, we are cranking up the learning curve as we explore the tests that diagnose candida overgrowth, delve into the world of candida treatment protocols, and uncover the mysteries surrounding the candida die off so settle in your favorite cozy spot because this is going to be a captivating ride on the road to better gut health dealing with conditions like candida can be quite the puzzle surprisingly not all medical pros are in the know about how gut imbalances can mess with your health Sadly this leads to patients sometimes getting the short end of of the stick turned away not understood or left without the right help many symptoms of candida overgrowth are pretty common and can fit other health issues as well let's say you are dealing with headaches feeling drained all the time you have oral thrush and some constipation thrown in Sounds familiar, right? But connecting these dots isn't always easy for your doctor. Chances are they might just hand you a prescription and advise some rest. And that's where the gap can be. But don't worry. We are diving into this, so stick around. But nowadays, more and more doctors are catching on the whole candida related complex deal. they are starting to recognize the signs and symptoms look for a functional medicine practitioner a dietitian or an naturopath in your area they are the ones who might just step up and run those tests for you your health matters and we are all about finding solutions here if you suspect that you have candida overgrowth These are some of the lab tests that you or your doctor should consider. First is the comprehensive stool analysis. Let's talk about the scoop on stool analysis. Don't worry, it's not as intimidating as it sounds. First off, you will collect the stool sample. Yep, you will handle that part yourself. Pop those samples in the provided bag and off they go to the lab for some investigations at the lab it's like csi for your gut 
they will dig into your stool sample to check levels of yeast, friendly and not so friendly bacteria and bunch more. Think of it as a health check for your gut squad. They are on the hunt for Candida albicans and other troublemakers while also looking at the pH levels and inflammation markers. It's a deep dive into your gut's world. Why is this test a game changer? Well, if you suspect Candida overgrowth, this test can tell you if something is off with those Candida albicans levels. Plus, it spills the beans on your friendly bacteria, whether they are MIA or not. Armed with this insight, you can tweak your diet and supplements to get things back in place. But wait, there's more. Even if Candida is not the culprit, this test can give you the lowdown on what might be going on. Maybe it's another microbe causing the disturbance. Or maybe that exotic vacation had an unexpected souvenir and it's a parasite. So how do you get in this on? You can chat with your healthcare provider about this and he or she can order it for you. If you are interested in ordering the comprehensive stool analysis for yourself, you can also reach out to me and I can order this toolkit for you which will get delivered to your home. The next test I would like to talk about is Candida antibodies test. So let's talk about the immune system and those sneaky Candida invaders. Your immune team has three types of antibodies in their playbook for this showdown, IgG, IgA, and IgM. These antibodies levels can give you a hint. If candida overgrowth is currently causing a disturbance or has left its mark recently. But no worries, the test is pretty straightforward. They just need a bit of your blood. Now if your doctor is calling the shots, they might go for, the, for this test first. It's a quick and easy test, but truth be told, it's not as reliable as stool analysis that we talked about earlier. Sometimes, though they might go for double play, both the stool test and the antibodies test, that way they are getting a full scoop of the uh, immune team and your gut team. The third test I would like to talk about is organic acid test. Another area where candida overgrowth leaves its evidence in your urine. There are certain organic waste products created by candida albicans that are not naturally found in your body. By looking for these waste products in your urine sample, it is possible to evaluate whether there is an imbalance in your gut and to guess at which pathogenic organisms might be causing this. If you are in the United States, the three most popular labs that offer this test are Organic Acids by Vibrant Wellness, Oat by Great Plains Laboratory, and Organic Acids 
profiled by U.S. Biotech. Another way you can diagnose Candida overgrowth is by Candida questionnaire. These questionnaires are like little quizzes that help check out your symptoms and see if a Candida takeover might be in the works. They cover what you are feeling right now and dig into any factors that could be behind your health bumps. In my practice, these questionnaires are my starting point for sizing up a potential candida overgrowth. They are like the first clue in the mystery. After that, I often move on to a deep dive with comprehensive stool analysis to get a full story. It's all about putting the puzzle pieces together for your gut health journey. Next test I want to talk about is spittle test. This is a test that some folks swear by for spotting candida overgrowth. But here is the deal. The science behind it is bit iffy. You can give it a shot, but just remember to take the results with a grain of salt. Step one is first thing in the morning before you do anything else, grab a glass of room temperature bottled water. Step two, gently spit some saliva into, your, into the glass. Step three, check back every 20 minutes over the next hour for a few telltale signs of candida. You might see strings coming down through the water from the saliva at the top. There could be a cloudy saliva hanging out at the bottom of the glass. You might spot some opaque specks of saliva floating around in the water. Now, why do we have doubts about this test? Well, it's basically telling you about the thickness of your mucus and not much more. And guess what? The thickness of your mucus isn't a reliable clue for candida or any other health issues. And there is a twist. Things like allergies or eating dairy can make this test look positive even if it is not. Plus, if you are a bit dehydrated, the test might give a false positive results too. So while it's an interesting experiment, it is not the best road to clear answer about candida overgrowth. Now let's move on to the next topic which is candida treatment protocol. Candida albicans is like a tricky master of disguise when it comes to your immune system. Let's dive into some examples. This crafty candida builds these tough shields called biofilms. Think of them like a little hiding spots that keep it safe from your immune system. Not stopping there, candida can flip between being a yeast or a fungus depending on the pH of its hangout. And here is a sneaky part. It can even mess with the pH around it to switch into full-on aggressive mode as a fungus. Oh, and it's not done yet. In acidic zones, it can physically change its cell walls. All this 
tricks make candida albicans really good at avoiding your immune system. That's why some people can go rounds with candida for ages. It's a tough contender that knows how to play the game. Hence, the treatment plan for candida has to be very, very personalized. But in this episode, I'm going to share the basics of the candida treatment protocol. Let's see what those are. Step number one is to eliminate the risk factors for candida and identify the root causes. What set off your candida? Was it use of antibiotics for a long time? Lots of sugary stuff or exposure to some environmental chemicals? Sometimes candida trouble comes from one thing and sometimes it's a mix. Step one to feeling better is spotting what might have caused your candida overgrowth and ditching those triggers. Before you dive into diet changes and supplements, let's tackle those reasons behind your candida. When you are on candida diet and taking gut helping stuff, you want a clear road ahead. Sort these issues first and you are on a better path of beating candida. Step two is to switch to anti-candida diet. Candida albicans just love sugar. It uses sugar to survive, to build its cell walls and to change into its spreadable fungal form. So guess what? The golden rule of your anti-candida diet is this. Say goodbye to added sugars. No more candies, no more sugary cereals, no more sodas and fruit juices. Once you start looking at nutrition labels, you'll be shocked at how much added sugar you have been eating. Sugar is extremely inflammatory, which brings me on my next point. On your anti-candida diet, you also need to avoid foods that will increase gut inflammation. And intestinal candida overgrowth is itself inflammatory. So you don't want to eat the food to make it worse. Inflammatory foods to avoid include all processed foods, foods that contain gluten, Minimize intake of fruits and even for some people with severe candida overgrowth, it's a good idea to even avoid fruits for some time. Choose a variety of non-starchy vegetables like green beans, broccoli, cauliflower, asparagus, Brussels sprouts. Especially the cruciferous vegetables are very beneficial to fight with candida overgrowth. You also need to minimize the amounts of caffeine that you take and also alcohol that you consume. Focus on including anti-candida foods in your diet such as coconut oil, olive oil, ginger, cloves, cinnamon, lemon juice and cruciferous vegetables as what I discussed earlier. Stay away from fermented foods. Yes, you heard that right. While fermented foods 
do feed your gut's population of beneficial probiotics or beneficial bacteria, they also feed candida. Some fermented foods are already yeast-containing and can directly contribute to your gut's overgrown population of candida albicans. Step number three is to take good quality probiotic. Flooding your gut bacteria is a crucial part for recovering your gut health, fighting candida and restoring your gut flora to a healthy balance. Take a high potency probiotic that keeps candida under control. I recommend a probiotic supplement containing 100 billion colony forming units or 100 billion CFUs to restore your gut's healthy microbial balance. Step number four. Step number four is to use natural antifungals. Think of antifungals as the soldiers in your candida treatment army. They attack by breaking down the walls of candida albicans yeast cells. There are lots of natural antifungal that can stop and reverse candida. Good natural options are caprylic acid and oregano oil, which you can take as supplements. You can even add antifungals in your diet, such as coconut oil, garlic, rutabaga. They are strong antifungal foods. Using a couple of different antifungals is smart to keep candida from getting used to just one. Now moving on to the next topic, let's talk about candida die-off. It's tempting to jump in and do all these steps at the same time. What could go wrong? Well, quite a lot actually. When large number of yeast and fungal cells are rapidly killed, a die-off occurs and metabolic byproducts are released into your body. This often occurs when introducing antifungal or probiotic foods and supplements into your regimen. When these cells die, they release all the noxious substances that they contain, including ethanol, uric acid and acetaldehyde. This can lead to a dramatic worsening of your candida symptoms. Candida die-off symptoms vary from person to person as each will have different degrees and types of infestation. A die-off reaction is more than just the liver becoming overwhelmed. It is when the whole detoxification system, your lymphatic system, liver, kidneys and your digestive system are inflamed from these toxic byproducts and unable to clear them fast enough. Some of the candida die-off symptoms are headaches, bloating, constipation, gas, diarrhea, skin breakouts, sinus infections and elevated heart rate. One of the most important parts of your candida treatment plan is avoiding die-off reaction. You can do this in two ways. First of all, take your time. Introduce one step of the treatment protocol at a time. Do not rush, then wait. If you feel good after a week or two, 
it's probably a good idea to move on to the next step listen to your body and don't be tempted to move too fast second help your body to detox itself drinking lots of water helps as will other therapies such as saunas dry brushing contrast showers and regular physical activity the herbal supplements and minerals are recommended that will keep your liver to process and expel candida toxins if possible take two or more of these to give your liver the support that it needs supporting your liver can give you relief from your candida symptoms and minimize the chances of candida die off so the bottom line is to avoid candida die off is to take your time and take one step at a time remember going too fast can expose you to a severe candida die off reaction i highly recommend you to get help from your healthcare practitioner either a physician a dietitian or naturopath who can create a personalized treatment plan for you to get rid of candida overgrowth and that wraps up our discussion for today before i stop my recording i would like to remind you about the free facebook group called gut renew and detox tribe that i have started if you are on facebook come on over and join the group inside this group you will find practical tips and easy to implement strategies to support your journey towards improved gut health it's also an incredible community for mutual support assistance and motivation connecting you with a fellow travelers on the same path to join the gut renew and detox tribe group simply search for it on facebook and send a request to join you can also find the link to join the group conveniently in the show notes of this podcast episode looking forward to having you as a part of our community thanks for joining in today and i'll see you again next week bye for now